here. We're going to go. Hi, everybody. Wave, guys. Oh, hey. the cameras. Uh, we are live here at the Mount Rushmore podcast special, Total Rushmore Live. And up above us, well, we're supposed to have Steve up there. Let me get Steve in the split screen. Uh, we are very privileged to have uh, Steve Delinsky uh, in Chicago. Are you currently in Chicago, Steve? I'm in Chicago, yeah. Celebrating National Pizza Day in Chicago? <laughs> I uh, I sort of am. I've already had a couple of... I've had two pizzas today, actually. Oh, you have, you've had two pizzas already. That's just Sunday. That's just a Sunday. <laughs> That's a typical Sunday for Steve Delaney. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I mean, the weekends are pretty full of pizzas for me because we, you know, we lead tours. And um, there's always somebody in town who wants to go see a pizza place. So, yeah. yeah. Could you tell us about your... Uh, pizza joint in Chicago uh you mean my tour business I don't I don't have a restaurant oh I thought you had a restaurant well you you have all the restaurants that's a good thing you have all the restaurants that Chicago has to offer tell us about Pizza City USA yeah so Pizza City USA is a couple of things it's actually it's a book first um the subtitle is 101 reasons why Chicago is America's greatest pizza town and I spent about two and a half years on it, about six and a half months of just solid eating, going to 185 places in the region to find my 101 best. And I broke the book really into 10 different categories of pizza because there's a lot more here than just deep dish and uh, stuffed pizza that most people outside of Chicago only know about. Um, and then it's Pizza City USA is also a tour business. Every weekend we give tours, uh, public tours, we do bus tours, walking tours, uh, private tours. I had two tours yesterday. And we start walking again in May. We have a sort of walking season from May to October. And then it's also a podcast. Every other Friday, Pizza City, uh, the podcast is about a year old now. And we feature some of the best pizza makers from around uh, the country. That sounds uh, great. Do you, do, you, do you enjoy talking to people about pizza as much as you enjoy eating pizza? I do because I, I feel like for so many years, and I've lived in Chicago now for about... Yikes, 27 years, uh, I'm originally from Minnesota, but I've lived here for, for quite a while, and I've, I've only seen misinformation about Chicago pizza, and so I do sort of get a charge out of educating people about sort of what Chicago pizza is, and a lot of times, even locals who grew up here or in the suburbs and fancy themselves, you know, pizza aficionados, they don't really know much about pizza. They've been to three or four pizza places, and they think they're experts. Uh, they've been to the one near their office, the one near home, and then the one in between. And so I, I've really kind of spent the last couple of years teaching people about you know what Chicago-style pizzas are, what, what does that mean, where can you find the good stuff. Uh, a lot of it is off of Michigan Avenue, where most of the tourists go. It's sort of like if you go to New York and you say, you know, I've only spent 48 hours in Times Square, and that's been your eating experience. That's kind of what it's like just going to Michigan Avenue. Michael, you've done a little bit of uh, pizza touring in Chicago. Yeah, I I did a uh, walking pizza tour a few years ago where me and my wife, um, Emily, went for a wedding. And I think it was kind of probably along that same sort of thing. We started at uh, a pizzeria, New uh, uh, Uno, and went to Giordano's, and I think oh. we did pizzeria... Uh, duo and there's another one maybe there's a fourth a fifth one in there but you know it took two hours of walking along and eating pizza and of course during the time we also had gone to like Gino's East and um, 
it was probably a more generic, as you kind of say, uh, you know, kind of tour of it. We didn't get a chance to go to like Pequod's that we'd heard so much about, and um, some of the, some other places uh, that. But it was really fun just to kind of indulge for one afternoon mm -hmm. of just eating pizza, which we often do. <laughs> yeah, but the places you're talking about, I mean, it just it makes me sad. Um, it it does. It really does because you've come to my city and you've eaten, you know, like the TGI Fridays, um, and then now you think you've had Chicago pizza. Um, I mean, Giordano's first of all is not deep dish; it's stuffed pizza, which is a totally different style that started in 1971. Um, deep dish started in 1943. Tavern style, which is really Chicago style of pizza, which you probably didn't even eat while you were here, is the one that actual Chicagoans eat on a weekly basis. That's been around since the 1920s. Mm -hmm. So, it, you know, for, again, for someone to say they went to Giordano's and Uno's and Douay's and Gino's, again, you spent all your time near Michigan Avenue, and it, it's it, back to that Times Square analogy. It just, it's just it's unfortunate. And so that's kind of why the book was written, to, to get people, you know, to get into a cab and go for, like, maybe a $5 cab ride to a really good pizza place, sure. to an artisan place where they're fermenting the dough for three days and doing 68% hydration and making all the sausage in-house, or going to a Detroit-style place, or going to a classic tavern-style where they're using the pigeon press raw sausage with the fennel that you don't find on the East Coast with the jardinier and the cornmeal crust undercarriage. So it's just, it's really unfortunate, and again, that most people who come to Chicago don't get a proper pizza experience. Mm -hmm. Well, for, for a number of years here in L.A., um, uh, me and Richard, really, you two, we kind of ran a pizza club here. With It was centered around our friends, and for, what, five, six years, every other week, we'd try a brand-new pizza place, no matter, uh, you know, it was either in the Valley or in L.A. or in the city, or we kind of drive all over. And that was, I, I think part of it was really just experiencing just different places. And, you know, none of them were a chain. They were all kind of just individual places. They would be sometimes in like a strip mall. Sometimes they'd be uh, just like a, you know, kind of classic family style Italian place that served pizza. They weren't necessarily pizza joints, but they were just, you know, places to eat pizza. And I think that was really my big pizza lesson was just eating as much as you can tasting as many different places and finding like little hole-in-the-wall gems that were just like really good pizza for right, right but, but but you wouldn't i mean even you would tell me probably not to go to hollywood and buy and get a two dollar slice no but i also right. say the same thing yeah about not going to like new york and just grabbing a generic the piece of pizza off the street i you know when i when i was in chicago for this pizza tour it was you know we were there for a long weekend and this was the thing that was available. Yeah, yeah well, so, well, anyway, so now you know. Next time you're yeah. here, you'll, you'll let me know. Great. Um, I gotta say, LA has had some, I've been to LA about a half a dozen times the last two years. There's some great pizza there. Sure, absolutely. I think LA is a very underrated pizza mm -hmm. city, mm -hmm. I think, as we discovered. You can get a, a wide range of pizzas. We found some pretty good deep dish. Have you, have you guys, have you guys been to Apollonia's in Mid Wilshire? No, I, I have. No, I have not. Good school yeah, on the on LA pizza from a guy from Chicago. He's, he's on Wilshire Boulevard. Um, uh, Justin's his name. He's a professional photographer turned pizza maker, and he his photos are just beautiful. By the way, he's uh, Apollonia's. I think it's Apollonia's Pizza on Instagram. And he's known for these beautiful high cheese crowns or fricos that 
border, the sort of the edge of these pizzas that he makes. He does squares and slices, and uh, really remarkable pizza. It's uh, someone would say it's a Detroitification of a, of a uh, Sicilian pizza, but it's really a I call it an Angelino Square. It was kind of the, we came up with it. He was on our podcast a few months ago. I mean, he's got a great pizza. Um, uh, Daniele Uditi, I'm sure you've heard of Pisana. He's got one in, yeah. in Brentwood and on West Hollywood. Pisana is amazing. Uh, you got Joe's there on Sunset Boulevard, the original Joe's from New York, which is a great slice. Uh, Nancy Silverton's got mozza. I mean, there's a lot of good pizza there. That's great. You know, since it's, uh, we'll jump right into it. I, I, if I haven't already, I just want to say thank you again, Steve, for joining us today. And uh, I definitely want to, before we go, promote uh, Pizza City USA, ask you to share your social handles. I think the auspices of this podcast were the top four. We were just wanted to discuss pizza with you. Uh, but I don't know if you have your top four pizza styles, or is there any top four that you would have for your Mount Rushmore pizza, Steve? Yeah, I mean, in general, I think artisan style is is the greatest because it's, again, lots of fermentation, lots of moisture in the dough, typically handmade, homemade ingredients, um, and you don't find it everywhere, and it's kind of a rare bird. The artisan style is great. It doesn't need to be a wood-burning oven. In fact, it's usually not. It's usually a gas-fired oven. Uh, bakes a little bit longer at a little bit lower temperature. Um, everybody sort of, you know, Neapolitan is the sexy pizza because it's the wood burning and it's the 900 degrees Fahrenheit and it bakes in 90 seconds. But a lot of those pizzas are pretty wet in the middle. And I find the artisan pies to be superior. So I would say artisan, definitely Detroit style. That's been the real comer the last couple of two years or so, really coming on strong. Uh, Emmy Squared from New York really has started this craze. They're now in Nashville. They're going to be expanding around the country. But that sort of Sicilian middle... Uh, sauce put on post bake, high sort of crispy cheese, frico around the edge. Uh, Jets is kind of the fast food version of it around the country, but um, there are several places around the country now to get a Detroit style. And then I think Roman Altaglio is kind of a, a cousin to that. It's got that sort of long fermentation, sort of soft middle like a focaccia, but very crispy underneath. Roman pizzas are always crispy. You typically tell the pizza maker how much you want, and they cut it with scissors, and then they weigh it, and you pay by the pound. And the topping, I'm talking about a place called Bonchi, which has got started in Rome, uh, expanded to Chicago, and is now about to open in Miami. And he's known for about you know, eight dozen toppings he can do, uh, all kinds of like octopus and seafood and mozzarella and potato. But um, Roman Altagde was really a great style. And then I, you know, I don't think Brooklyn is kind of its own style. Uh, Places like La Industry, uh, Best Pizza, uh, Defara, you know, they do some amazing pizzas in Brooklyn. And um, I'd, probably put a deep, I'd probably put a classic deep dish in there for my, my number five. I don't love that style, I don't eat it that often, but there are a couple of places that do a really premier deep dish. And when done properly, it's really a remarkable, remarkable uh, accomplishment. Well, that's a wonderful pizza-style education. Yeah. Gentlemen, how would you like to respond? Do you want to share just highlights from your list? Or? Sure. And there, I have two that were not on our list. I know sometimes I do this by trying to pat out uh-huh. the list. There's two that I wanted to mention. Uh, one of them was the New Haven style of pizza. Which, oh, uh, yeah. I, 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 I primarily had through in New, New Haven itself. But there's a pl- place, Steve, I don't know if you're familiar with the Pizza Shoals in Portland. In Portland, yep. And that is very much. I don't know. I don't know that they would consider themselves to be exactly a New Haven style, but I think 
it is very similar to a New Haven style, where it's got a very well, almost burnt kind of crust to it. Yeah, they're, they are actually a, a, a nod and homage to uh, New Haven because in New Haven, you would pronounce it's the word A-P-I-Z-Z-A, uh, beats. And so when you see it, it's, it's actually uh, beats, shoals. It's A-P-I-Z-Z-A, shoals. So that is like a definitely um, sort of a wink and a nod to New Haven. One of my favorite pizza places in the country, I will say that. Um, certainly right up there with, with any of the ones I've had. Um, the other one I will mention that did not make our list uh, was the St. Louis style pizza. Um, I am, yeah. which I am not, a, which which did not make my list be, primarily because I'm not a fan of it. But I felt like it was worth mentioning if you've never had it. It is a very unique and specific type of pizza. The bread, is, or I should say, the dough is more of a cracker than anything else, and they use this yeah. uh, cheese called Prevel, which. I'm not a fan of it. To me, it's just way too kind of buttery. But it's so technically USDA does not. I recognize it as a cheese. <laughs> it's a it's That's a brutal. product. Um, it's a it's a combination of uh, mozzarella, provolone, and Swiss. Um, I've been to Emo's, the mothership down there. Same here. I, you know, I don't mind Provolone actually. I think it's kind of pleasant. In fact, there was a guy in New York, um, Justin Bazarich, who had a place called Speedy Romeo, and he's from Kansas City, and he grew up eating Emo's. And so he puts Provel on a beautiful wood-fired artisan pie with pickled Fresno chilies. So Provel can be delicious. It's that crust at Emo's that I think is really subpar. Uh, it's all produced in a factory. They're in, their, in their commissary. And it really doesn't have any flavor or texture. It's just kind of, I mean, it's sort of cardboard-like. Yeah. You know, Chicago tavern style can be that, that cracker thin, like at Pat's or at Vito Nick's. And there's actual flavor to that crust, but I didn't find the St. Louis crust to be all that great. But I do think Provel gets a bad rap. Okay, well, like I said, I've only had Provel on on, on St. Louis style pizza at Imos, and it may just be that I didn't like Imos. So maybe I shouldn't be slagging on all of, <laughs> all of St. Louis. Um, so what, you want to go through some of the sure I, we have? And I think um, something to note about our list is when we talk about the Mount Rushmore, it's not necessarily the best pizza. It's not the best pizza we've ever had. It's not the best places. Uh, I, it tends to be what is most representative of what pizza is. And so we started going down the list and we started kind of narrowing it down to four places. And the, the first one is we thought of uh, Neapolitan just for um, uh, how, what's the word? Ubiquitous? Ubiquitous. Ubiquitous it is, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's the original pizza, you know, it comes from Naples, from the... When we, um... Left the century or something. Yeah, last year we uh, did an episode about, um, the Mount Rushmore of Italians, and we talked about, um, the inventor of the, um, uh, margarita pizza, who was, uh, Raphael Esposito. And so I think that just kind of hung in our head, is like, let's go back to where it first kind of started and kind of before it kind of migrated over. Then, of course, we started um, on our list was like a Chicago deep dish type pizza. Not to honor you, just because I think it's, I think it's very just iconic as a different sort of pizza. People have it yeah. in their mind um, as what pizza can kind of turn into in a different form. It has all the elements of it, it is, but it's totally different that from really anything else. And as, as we were discussing this episode, I was discussing this with my wife, Sarah, and she sort of 
it's brought up that she doesn't think that a deep dish is necessarily a pizza. So it comes. It, there is a little bit of an element of she considers it more of a casserole than anything else. Now I would say that maybe that's just, I would that's say maybe wrong. I, I don't. I, I'm sure she's a very nice person. But that's <laughs> wrong. I would consider I mean, a stuffed I mean, pizza to be more of a casserole. Saying that without actually having a mai pie or a labriola or a malnati, I mean, it's, those aren't casseroles. What she's thinking of is a stuffed pizza from Giordano's, yeah. which is a casserole. Totally different style. It's a second layer of dough across the top. Now, you can't lump deep dish into that category. Absolutely. I, like I said, I, I think I think to your point, I think she was thinking more of a stuffed pizza. Um, yeah. But it does it does bring up an interesting. Well, then tell deep dish. Yeah. I mean, tell it a, you know you can't say deep dish is not a pizza. We will we will be out there in early March, so we will I will have to. All right. I will, we, we might have to hook up. All right, guys, let's give you a, a last, our last two. Our last two. A third on our list was uh, just uh, the kind of uh, generic California-style pizza where you've taken a pizza and you're just like, what are we going to do in terms of toppings? How can it be changed with different fruits? And I think, Richard, you had something to say about it. I'm not a fan of the... I, I should say this. I, I've had some good California pizza. I think that a lot of California pizza can delve into the world of being fey and pretentious, mm. if those are words that you can use to describe pizza. Um, and I think a lot of what we're trying to figure, what I think I'm trying to figure out is what makes a pizza a pizza? Is there something, I mean, what, what is the definition of a pizza? Uh, I know Scott Wiener in New York has, has tackled this several times. Um, you know, I, my definition, there's there's got to be a crust, uh, a firm crust at the bottom of something to hold up the ingredient. Uh, so we're not talking about a calzone or a pot pie. Uh, there's got to be a, a base layer of some type of sauce, whether it's white or red. And there's got to be cheese. Um, you know, it could be mozzarella, it could be fior de latte, um, and then maybe a topping or two, or not. I mean, you need toppings. But I think crust cheese sauce is kind of the baseline for pizza. Some people call Turkish lakmajun a Turkish pizza. Um, it looks like a pizza. Because there's crust and there's uh, a topping and there's some sauce, so that's kind of what I think a pizza should be. Sure. And then our last one, this will probably make your head spin. <laughs> and it's nothing that I necessarily order myself, but any sort of uh, the constant reinvention of what fast food pizza thinks it should be in terms of like stuffed crust pizza and these garlic knot pizzas and all of this kind of garbage pizza food. I think is so indicative of what people keep trying to invent pizza to be. They're kind of like trying to remake the wheel, and speaking of something round, uh, that really doesn't need to be made, but like, uh, I always see pictures of it, and I always want it and never order it, but it's just out there, and I know it's awful, and I know it's just kind of like mass-produced, but it's so, but I think if we're talking about like, pizza or pizza state in America, there are so many other great options, but so many people still go to Domino's, go to Domino's or go to Pizza Hut. They still choose these lesser options, and I think that is ultimately what... It's a real point of frustration well, for both of us. Yeah. And, and listen, it's hard for people that don't live in New York to get to New York. I mean, you guys are on the opposite side of the country. And, and by the way, when you say California pizza, it's interesting, you know, for me, I'm thinking like California's a big state. I'm going to San Francisco in a couple weeks to do some eating research there. And I've been to L.A., but, you know, very different cities, obviously, and then you've oh, yeah. got a lot of stuff in between. Um, it's, it, I just, it, it, to say California style to me, it's such a vast area you're talking about. Well, we, as, um, as Californians, I'm sure as a Chicagoan, 
we all we assume, people assume that we're surfing to work and deal with earthquakes every day and uh, right. you know Matt you know shootings on the, the freeway you know everyone is stuck in 1991 yeah. in terms of what their thought is of what California is and yeah it's just the how it's how yeah. it is I appreciate you taking the time from your very busy day Steve to share with us your thoughts and your expert opinions on Pizza, this is National Pizza Day. I encourage anybody who's uh, watching, all the people out there who are watching this again, to go out and find a new style and a new place to enjoy and to go to Pizza City USA. What's the best uh, a social handle for you then to, to find you on, Steve? I, the best thing, our website's pizzacityusa.com. That's got all the information about the book, podcast, and our tours. And then on social, I'm Steve Walensky with a Y, and then also Pizza City USA on Instagram. Okay, well those will all be on our website, and even though Chicago is Pizza City USA, uh, I do, I have visited the blog, and there are stories about pizza from all over uh, the country, all over the world, I believe, and it was very eye-opening and very informative, and you have been eye-opening and informative, and challenging our presuppositions about pizza, so we appreciate that. So, uh, thanks again to Steve Jelinski. I hope you enjoy uh, National Pizza Day, Steve, and uh, I hope the weather stays good in Chicago. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me on. Thanks a lot. Thank you. you. Okay, guys, we're still here. This has been the Mount Rushmore podcast. I think it's that camera we're looking at right now. So no, I, I, don't tell me which camera. Don't ever tell me the don't camera. Never tell me the camera. Uh, we want to thank you guys for tuning in to our live stream, the Totally Rushmore Live, discussing a pizza. Steve Alinsky is a pretty smart dude when it comes to pizza and has his opinions. Definitely strong opinions on pizza, which you would expect from a pizza expert. Yeah. I I wrote a little note to Richard in the middle of the podcast saying, we are totally outclassed here. Outclassed. Out of words. I mean, we we always are. But very specifically, it was just like, uh, it was just getting, it was... It was like being caught out in a monsoon of pizza knowledge when you're just like, yeah. I like pizza. Yeah. I like to eat pizza. I'm a, I'm, I'm a dope and like yeah. the expert came in and just um, smacked you down. Yeah. In a very, in a very With nice a, way. Yeah, yeah, I know. The guy, was, the guy was super. He was uh, great. Um, I should point out, I didn't get to tell the, we were talking about the, the pizza hut. Um, I remember when. God, let's order right now. Yeah, I know. Have you seen the commercials? I mean, they put garlic knots on the end. <laughs> I remember when stuffed crust pizza came out in 95. Mm. And I was a, what do I have been, 19 at the time? So I was right in college mm-hmm. where I was eating a medium Domino's pizza every two or three days. Yeah. And I didn't I didn't know from good pizza. I, I was one of those dopes who came from a small town that didn't know. This feels like a good confession pizza. or like an A meeting. No, I, it kind of is because <laughs> I was Springsteen song at least. <laughs> I was really excited for stuffed crust pizza, you guys. Yeah. I was all in on stuffed crust pizza. And then I had it and I was like What's going on here? Yeah. Well, you imagine like... It's just congealed and gross. It could have been done so well. It just happened that they just decided they're just going to put like string cheese yeah. all around the crust. Yeah. And you're just like, oh, but no. Oh. It's like, it's like uh, when they do like hot dogs in pizzas, like hot dog crust pizza. Mm-hmm. You think, oh, like a nice sausage in there would be nice. Yeah. Italian sausage you bite into. No, it's just like a hot dog in there. And you're like, yeah, come yeah, Come on. I, I I have been neglectful. There's been some fun commentary out on the uh, Facebook post. Corey McBride Aguilar, who is my good friend from Shiny Mission East High School, and Gerald Aguilar are out there, and they're talking about the uh, mobile pe- wood-fired pizza business that they have. Mm-hmm. And they uh, Seth 
They say their opinion is a hand-stretched wood-fired pizza with quality toppings is the best. And then they do bring up the fact that pizza is always paired with a memory. It's mm. food in general is is something that affects all our senses, and we have these memories that come along with it. And it is breaking bread. Yeah. It is the most primal of ways that humans can share share food. And we were on when I was on my honeymoon with Emily in uh, Iceland. We were walking yeah. down like the main a well-known pizza, the, the main street in Reykjavik, and we were walking down the street. And it smelled exactly like, and for you LA people, it smelled like Shakey's Pizza. It's not, it, and we couldn't find where it was coming from. It just happened to smell exactly in Iceland. Like, in Iceland, in Iceland. Walk, in like walking like down downtown, downtown, yeah. right? Yeah. 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 Montana. It just, it was just this waft of like, it, this is Shakey's, and so yeah. like smell and memory and food. It just, mm -hmm. it's just there. Yeah. I'm surprised there aren't more polarizing. If you post a piece of pizza, a photo of a piece of pizza on Facebook, mm. all kinds of people will comment on it. So I'm surprised there aren't yeah, more. All the New Yorkers come in and they're like, "That's no real pizza." That's not real pizza. But that made with Brooklyn water. <laughs> um, uh, that drives me nuts, by the way. The the Brooklyn water thing. What a rip off. It's just water. Are we, are, are we, are we seriously doing this? That's why we didn't have them on our list. <laughs> Okay, so this has been uh, the Mount Rushmore of pizza styles. Let me see if there's any other commentary out there on the um, on the video stream. But I do want to ask you to go to the podcast, the Mount Rushmore podcast, where we talk about all kinds of things. Um, we talk about the Mount Rushmore of breakfast cereal mascots coming up. Um, what else do we have coming up, guys? Uh, we're going to do uh, Richard. You had you suggested one, which was. Um, one-off characters from the Star Wars Skywalker saga. Which is a little unwieldy, but I don't want like a rope one character. Yeah. yeah. You're looking for a good old... Mmm... I'll accept a Babu Frick from Rise of the Sun, Rise of Skywalker. In the links to this video, there are... Uh, links in, in the notes under this live stream video. There are links where you can go click on our podcast out there on Apple out in Spotify, out in Stitcher. And we invite you to go click, go subscribe, go listen to past podcasts, give us a rating. And we also invite you to go to our social media handles, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, and tell us what you think about the podcast, share the podcast with other people, and let us know future episodes that you might like to. We I mean, don't do it right now because I'm sure you're too busy eating pizza like me. Eating pizza and preparing for the Oscars. So. Oh yeah, they rolled out the red carpet tonight here. We walked in, we took our photographs. Right. It was lovely. Who are you wearing? <laughs> gray. I'm gray. Jeff's um, wearing gray hoodie too. Yeah. Richard's in black hoodie. So yeah. we all got, you know, we all know what style's going around my hoodies in this year. That's right. Mm -hmm. Um, well, I just want to thank you guys for tuning in, and thanks for tuning into future of these live streams. One next month, right? We got one next month. I think it's uh, pie. I don't know what we're talking about. Famous leprechaun. Famous. Oh, it is famous Irish people. Mount Rushmore famous oh, Irish yes. people. So, yeah. so uh, we'll see. Three, three of my four are gonna be leprechauns. Yeah, a famous Irish president. So maybe JFK will show <laughs> in his Lincoln Continental. Okay, so thanks so much uh, on behalf of the Mount Rushmore podcast. My name is Jeff. I'm Richard. I'm Michael. <laughs>